isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. She's the Florida phenom, active in the Navy Reserves, and you will get served. Morgan, the octopus, Ortega. <laughs> Representing the great outdoors, the Arizona assassin, nature girl, Katie Pavlik. From parts unknown, weight unknown, his reason for being here unknown, comedian Joe DeVito. Like an ink cartridge, she's small, colorful, and hard to replace. Cat, the smitten kitten, Tim. Or Catherine C. Tim. Catherine C. Tim. Investigative journalist, which yeah. you can catch on the Tyrus and Tim podcast. Great oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of plugs today. Great plug, yeah. So, Cat, let me go to you first. I know because last night when, you, uh, when I was sending you ideas about my monologue and stuff, you did not know that Abraham Lincoln was, in fact, a wrestler. I did not know that. So I was like, how much do I not know about wrestling? So I Googled a lot about wrestling. Oh, boy. So did you? It, it's the oldest sport ever. So it's like older than Jesus. That's a big deal. Um, and. And there was a guy named Barry Horowitz. Do you know about this guy? Yeah. <laughs> he had a seven-year losing streak. And I thought that was relatable because I had a seven-year losing streak, like not in wrestling, but just ages 23 to 30. And <laughs> Snooki, she won more PPV WWE matches than Sting. What can, like, what can Snooki not do? Um, and I could go on for a really long Therefore. time, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> like there's, I just thought, I just thought it was people throwing shares. So and I Brett Bear I will not have you on. I know. <laughs> I know. I could do a special, special wrestling report. All right, assassin. Now listen, oh. you and I, what we would call the term in wrestling, have a small feud. Uh, last time I was on the five, she made fun of my cardigan. I did not. She said it was a sweater. I accurately oh. called it a sweater material cardigan. Which is basically Which saying. True. It's a sweater. Okay, so if you had to chew, were you shocked or surprised to hear that President Trump, in fact, was a wrestler? I was shocked and surprised about that. You know, I used to think that wrestlers were very short and stout, and then I met you, and my mind was blown. Right. Uh, but one of my favorite shop uh, teachers in high school was it, for welding. I also know how to weld in addition to being an assassin. Uh, he was a wrestler. He was a wrestling coach, and he actually did throw a desk across the room once, and then we didn't see him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it had anything to do with wrestling. I'm yeah. probably to do with his teacher's pay. Maybe. Probably something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. All right, Mr. Parts Unknown, you know a little bit of everything. I was intrigued the fact that, mm-hmm. did you always want to be from Unknown? You don't have a choice when you're from Parts Unknown. It's That's great. Yeah. There's no yeah. taxes in Unknown either. This is so strange. I never thought there would be a co-host or, or a guest host for the show who would choke slam me in the green room. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm sorry about and, that. Well, no. Well, actually, it was last night when Kat was hosting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> her, her pre 
pregame warm-up is, is rough. I actually hid in the hair and dressing room while she was warming up. I, I, you know, my rep would have been gone in seconds if, yeah. they, if you would have choke-slammed me. I mean, people would start picking on me. Mm. All right, Octopus. Now, you've, you've served. You've been in close quarters with me. How much influence has wrestling been in your life, if at all? Well, I, everyone knows from my national security beat that I'm such a big wrestling fan. Um, <laughs> I'm sensing a little sarcasm. Not really. I, I remember in high school, the boys that wrestled, um, they all had, like, ringworm, and I thought it was really gross. That's what I remember in high school. Right? Everyone remembers it. It's kind Thank of gross. You. But here's the other thing that, here's my beef, though, with modern wrestling. Is John Cena, does he count as, like, a modern, like, today wrestler? Because all I know is that he capitulated to the Chinese Communist Party and apologized in Chinese for talking, for acknowledging Hong Kong and Taiwan. You know, so this is how I relate to wrestling, by talking about China. Um, uh, that, is a, that is a strong argument. <laughs> my question is to you, do you own an Apple phone? Yes. Right Shut now. up. <laughs> John Cena is a saint. Oh, are you buddies with him? Am I buddies with him? Yeah. No, after he said that stuff? No, uh, he, yeah, no, he's a good guy. I liked him. He was a good friend. He what was about fair to me Barry Horowitz? <laughs> no, one, no, Barry Horowitz is a legend, and yes, he did lose for seven years. Is he Jewish? I love that we have a Jewish wrestler. I sure, thing. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Before we <Yeah>. go... <laughs> Katie and my people are not really known for our wrestling skills, okay? Oh, it stood so out. So if we have one, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, you don't. All right, I'll be at the Orpheum Theater in New Orleans on November 4th, and you can get tickets at Ticketmaster.com and use the early access code NOLATIRUS, or you can wait till tomorrow morning when they go on sale. Hold on to your steering wheels, folks. We'll be right back after this. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. She got the National Guard on the phone and they told her, you're on your own. For the second time, the Pentagon has denied a request by Washington, D.C.'s Mayor Merle Bowser to activate the National Guard to help with migrants who've been arriving there. They must be worried about sending troops somewhere that won't be 20-year commitment that has nothing to do with our problems. Got to think about that one, right? <laughs> yeah, it all hits you right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The wrestler's clever. The Defense Department says the National Guard isn't trained to assist migrants and that it would force them to cancel military training. Next week, they're going to learn about pronouns that make enemies feel bad. <laughs> about 7,000 migrants have been bussed in from Texas to D.C., according to Governor Greg Abbott's office, which is still more humane than Flying Spirit Airline. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Have you flown it? No, bet you won't fly it twice. <laughs> Here he is a few days ago talking about the crisis. Before we begin busing illegal immigrants up to New York, it was just Texas and Arizona that bore the brunt of all of the chaos and all the problems that come with it. Now the rest of America is understanding exactly what is going on. So, just like emotional support peacocks, this is everyone's problem. 
Speaking of New York, officials have announced plans to secure over 5,000 hotel rooms for newly arrived migrants. But the real question is, do they get early check-in? <laughs> That's my biggest pet peeve, man. I need that. And that could cost the city more than $300 million per year? We tried to reach a New Yorker for comment, but they already moved to Florida. <laughs> But that $300 million comes from an analyst by the New York Post, which is owned by our parent company, Baby Gap. <laughs> and speaking of Gutfeld's favorite places to shop all night, all night, we should check to see what he's up to on vacation. night okay assassin you're from arizona correct yeah so you are first and knee deep in this situation with the border crisis yeah. do you feel any sorrow for for the for dc and new york i think this might be my fault i'm from arizona and now all of a sudden the problem's here i'm sorry new york i guess it's my fault it just follows me wherever i go uh but no i don't feel sorry for them i think it's great that greg abbott has put sunlight on this issue. You know, the New York mayor and the mayor of D.C. are complaining that people are being bussed into town, but they didn't have the same complaint when the federal government was flying these people in the middle of the night into town. So now that you can see it, all of a sudden they're outraged and they're talking about this in a very short term way. They're saying we're going to put people up in hotel rooms. Well, the first time I came to New York City, I slept on my brother's dorm room floor. That was a stupid idea. Um, but this is something that does affect everybody on every single level. It's an underpinning of the economy. And long term, it also creates this issue of a two tiered society where we have people who are living, quote, in the shadows for years and years and years with no opportunity to really become Americans. And uh, when it comes to them putting, knowing where they are, you know, maybe they should call ICE for some deportations instead of, you know, calling for National Guard to simply process these people. Yeah, the hotel thing, Joe, kind of like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you better clap. She's not called the assassin for nothing. <laughs> Joe, you travel. I do. When, you know, hotels are probably like me, uh, take up a, a lot of your uh, home life living in hotels and stuff. How much of this does this concern you, the fact that so many hotel rooms are going to, in New York especially, are going to be filled with migrants? Like, well, how's that going to hurt the tourists? Well, well, some of those years ago, I stayed at the Milford Plaza in Midtown. And I'll have to say, this, this can only be an upgrade. <laughs> what they were doing then. And, the, uh, and, you know, the $300 million does not include the group discount through Hotels.com. I don't know if they factored that in. Ah. Uh, but I think it's important. I, I think you made a good point. It shows that people can call themselves a sanctuary city, but then when people start to show up suddenly, we're overwhelmed. Well, this is what's been going on in the other parts of the country that have had to deal with the consequences of policies that people in other parts of the country come up with when they don't have to face the consequences. It has nothing to do with being anti-immigrant. It's just a question of we don't have unlimited resources to go around. Kat, you're a New York native. Are you well, concerned about this at all with the, them going in the hotels opposed to the homeless shelters, which are already full? I only lived here for like nine years, so I'm not a New Yorker. <laughs> I never Detroit? will be. What's the yeah, Detroit. Detroit's the best. Detroit E? Detroit I? Yeah. I mean, I just think it's... Uh, 
well, this is kind of why back when the whole wall thing was happening, I was like, I don't think we need the wall. And everyone was like, boo, you suck. Your apartment has walls. You're dumb. But I think, I think, I, sorry, I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. Perhaps some of you even. Um, because I that think guy. a cheaper way to do it could be just to not, you know, it's the welfare state that this is the issue, is providing all these incentives for people. Because obviously, it's not like immigrant equals needs money. You know, for example, over half the startups in this country were founded by immigrants. Unfortunately, under the Biden administration, a lot of people who do want to come work and have green cards, he's just been wasting those because he's unable to process those. I think that what do you expect when you say, yes, come here, everything's free, other people will pay for it? I mean, who, who wouldn't? Who <laughs> wouldn't come and do that? Brett Bear, have you lost your mind? <laughs> this is money. <laughs> all right, Octopus, take us home. Your thoughts on all this? Well, I'm going to the border on Tuesday for the first time, so I'm excited for that. I'm going to be there taking a bunch of women who are running for office, so that'll be exciting. We'll get to see it firsthand. Um, I, you know, remember in 2016 when Ted Cruz was running for president in the primary? He had the best ad. It was the ad where it had all of the lawyers and accountants in suits and in, uh, you know, having briefcases going over the border, and he was making the point that if, um, if, if these people were coming after white-collar jobs, there'd be a very different reason. Reaction. Now, fast forward to 2022, and that's what we're seeing happen, right? We're seeing in New York um, and in D.C., people are having to deal with the problems that all of the border states have had to deal with. Everybody's a border state. I live in Tennessee, and illegal immigrants are being shipped there. So in the middle of the country, it's a border state. So I think, um, you know, everybody in this country should have to share in the problems together. And I don't really want to hear them whine anymore, the mayors. They said they welcome them. Good. Welcome them. Pay the bill. Yep. Welcome doesn't mean complaining. <laughs> I forgive you for the besmirchment of Cena. We're, we're good now. Before we go, Greg is off all week, and tomorrow Brian Kilmeade will guest host, plus Judge Janine, Charlie Hurt, Kat, and Tyrus. Oh, that's me. <laughs> Thanks again to Morgan Otega, Katie Pavlos, Joe DeVito, Kat Tim, our studio on Tom, Gene, the whole crew, Fox News at night, with the wonderful Shannon Bream is up next. I'm Tyrus.